Welcome to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you listen. Dear friends, welcome to the liturgy of the 26th Sunday of the year. Last Sunday, St. James challenged us on the danger of inordinate desires and passions that cause wars, killings, and fighting in family and society until we root out negative desires before we can love and appreciate one another as we ought to. Jesus, in the Gospel last Sunday, used the imagery of a child to admonish the apostles that until they become as tolerant, innocent, forgiven, humble, trusting, and dependent like little children, they will have no place in the kingdom. Today, the first and the gospel reading have a common theme. Joshua and the first, in the first reading, reported Eldad and Medad for prophesying simply because they did not belong to the group. Moses rebuked their jealousy and with the entire community rebuked their jealousy and wish the entire community we are all prophets. Hence, God does not show partiality as it was in the case of Cornelius in Acts of the Apostles, chapter 10. Similarly, in the gospel, the disciples became jealous of a stranger who performed exorcism. Prompted by jealousy, the apostles stopped him. The apostles had the audacity to stop him because they, are, because they were unable to cure the boy with epilepsy. Perhaps they thought healing was a prerogative of a particular group. Jesus condemned this type of attitude. Flipping through the Bible, the havoc caused by jealousy is unprecedented. From the very beginning, the first murder was committed because of jealousy. Who was still between two brothers from the same womb, Cain killing Abel, his very own brother. And when we go further in Genesis, this one is found in Genesis chapter 4, verses 8 onwards. And we look at Genesis chapter 37. There again, we will see the recurrence of jealousy in the midst of brothers. Joseph, the last son of Jacob, The brothers were far away grazing 
and the father sent him. They used that opportunity to plot against him. They decided they were going to kill their brother Joseph, the last born. Even as they were plotting that, Reuben advised them that we shouldn't shed the blood of our brother. Rather, they sold him out to the Ishmaelites. From there, he was taken to Egypt. God decided in his own destiny to rest Joseph in the foreign land to be someone very prominent. And the Israelites still went to Egypt to find Joseph as a very, very great and prominent person. If Joseph were to retaliate evil for evil, he would have treated them badly. Out of jealousy, he was sold to the Ishmaelites. Jealousy has caused so much for us in our society today, even among brothers and sisters, neighbors, friends, and others. Jealousy is not a good thing. Also, the story of Saul and David is another ugly testimony. The Philistines, the Philistines tormented the Israelites. David took the bull by the horns to fight for the Israelites. With the sling, he defeated Goliath. The woman sang a song that provoked Saul's jealousy. Saul has slain his thousands and David his tens of thousands. 1 Samuel chapter 18, verses 7. And this provoked the jealousy of Saul. He plotted to kill David. But thanks be to God, Jonathan, the son of David, of Saul, was able to be a good friend. That when the father was busy planning to kill him, he will reveal the plot to him. And then he escaped whatever Saul wanted to do. But God, in his infinite mercy, gave Saul into the hands of David. If David were to retaliate evil for evil, he would have killed Saul. But until he got even his spear, he went far and called him, if I wanted to kill you today, I would have done it. Why do we plot jealousy against our brothers and our sisters? The world is big enough to accommodate all of us. We don't need to be envious and jealous of one another. Even coming to the gospel, the sons of Zebedee, the mother came and asked Jesus that he should permit one sitting at the right, one on the left at his kingdom. The other apostles were angry. Why should she make such a request? Why should she make such a request? Humanly speaking, jealousy is in our DNA. Jealousy is in everybody. However, the degree differs. A jealous person will always be irrespective of his position, color, and race, jealousy is in the blood, not on the skin. We have jealous boasts, jealous brothers, jealous sisters, jealous wives, jealous 
husbands, colleagues, and spiritual jealousy too. A story that is fascinating, I found a story very, very fascinating in one of the commentaries about young, one young man. He approaches a charming lady in a small mold and asks, you know, I have lost my girlfriend here in the mold. Can you talk to me for a complete, a couple of minutes? And then the other lady asks, why? Every time I talk to a beautiful girl, my girlfriend appears from nowhere. Please, could you talk with me for some minutes? I lost my girlfriend somewhere in the mold. But as soon as she sees me speaking to another charming lady, she appears from nowhere. Jealousy. And we are told that Eve was in the habit that each time Adam returned in the evening, she would make sure she counted the ribs to ensure that they were intact. To ensure that nobody, no other woman, made away with any of the ribs. Brothers and sisters, jealousy has caused so much havoc in society, worse in civil society, that you find people in the same office being envious of each other, neighbors being envious of each other, children within the same family are envious of themselves. Here, parents have to take note. These things, sure, but sometimes we overlook them. You could see jealousy glaringly in the way our little ones are relating with one another. Some may be better gifted than the other. And then, when parents also sometimes we don't have matters, we press one against the other. And the other one becomes angry with the parents and even the brother or the sister. It causes a lot of havoc in families. We must learn to detect this and teach our children the need to love their brother and their sister. That each person is gifted in a different way. We can be gifted same way. We have our different gifts. It's a matter of knowing your gift. Even spiritual jealousy is there. I, as a priest, I can't do it all. The deacon may have the gift of healing. If I celebrate the Mass, then when it is time for healing, I invite the deacon to come and conduct the healing session. It could be the altar server that has the gift to do that. I should respect his own gift. He cannot celebrate the Mass, but I can celebrate that one. Therefore, if I perform my role, I allow him to also perform his own role. That someone can read very, very well. Out of jealousy, you will hear others. Instead of saying, please, you are a good reader. Your reading is wonderful. Others will say, she is so arrogant. His pride, she prides herself as the best person around. Why can't we give people compliments? People deserve compliments. 
Why do you pick holes in what others are doing instead of admiring what God is doing in their lives? Today's reading is challenging us. Self-knowledge is important overcoming jealousy because when we look at ourselves being empty and then think that others are far better. God, good self-perception and appreciation enables you not to envy the other person. When you know yourself, your strengths and your weaknesses, and you know that you have a lot of gifts embedded on you, it's a matter of you polishing your gifts and using them very well. When you embrace and accept yourself, you will be at home with yourself and be happy with what you have. Knowing fully, God has given each a fair share of his gift. Each person has so much to thank God for without envying the other person. If you think the good of the other person, you will rather appreciate and give compliments to the person instead of being envious. You have, I have, everybody has a gift. Nobody is totally stupid that hasn't any gift. When we realize the gift God has given to us, we will use them and use them very well. If I use my own, the altar server uses his own, the deacon uses his own, and you are using your own like our brother using his own here. In the singing, he makes this place very, very worthwhile for worship. Each person has a gift. We should respect other people's gifts and try to appreciate them, compliment them, so that they use them to promote the development of our communities. The second part of the gospel today has been subject to misinterpretation, even in the early church. Some persons heard this gospel and amputated certain parts of their bodies. As Jesus said, if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off. Jesus used a metaphoric speech that was familiar to his audience. He never meant cutting of lips, arms, legs, eyes, and so forth. While the whole world strives to preserve life with its consumerist worldview, we strive to cut off in order to gain heaven. To reach heaven, we must learn to cut ourselves off part by part, day by day, until nothing of ourselves remains but everything of God. In other words, we must cut off pride for humility to grow. Cut off egoism that altruism may grow. Cut off lust that love, true love may prosper. Cut off laziness to give way to hard work. We must cut anger that there may be inner peace. Cut off noisy world that silence may be heard. Cut off negative friendship or influence to give way to authentic companions. The gospel means dying to vices that we cultivate and cultivating virtues. Flee from possible occasions 
that lead to sin. Hence, the kingdom of God is worth making every sacrifice to attain when we succeed in cutting off the unwanted elements heaven becomes a living reality here and now. Our lives on earth become a fortress of heaven. Thank you for listening to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast. For additional podcasts and media, visit us on the web at www.sanaz.org. Again, that's www.stanneaz.org. St. Anne, pray for us.